on today's episode of AMN Manga News, a manga artist almost gets canceled on Twitter. Find out the reason why. Also, the Shaman King manga has finally announced its release date. Stay tuned for that. And we go through the weekly manga releases and pick out some of our favorite manga that we expect to be good. All that and more in this episode of AMN Manga News. Stay tuned. Here are some of the manga releases for the week of July 19th through the 24th. These are some of the titles that stick out to us that we think are very interesting and we'll be reading and maybe doing some reviews ourselves of these titles. So we're going to start off with a list of our print manga releases. So the first title is My Status as an Assassin Obviously Exceeds the Hero. And I've actually read some of this myself and I actually think this is a somewhat decent manga. Um, it fall, falls into the isekai genre so typically um, isekai would have one person uh, go into another world become super strong but this one is a bit different so the plot is uh, uh, Akira Oda is a high school student who has the special skill of not being noticed he along with his classmates are summoned into a fantasy world of sword and sorcery where their power, were powerful heroes tasked with defeating a dark lord by a king. With his newfound skills as an assassin, Akira soon uncovers a plot by the kingdom's royal family and is cast into a labyrinth to die. He swears vengeance on the king and sinks more power to achieve this task. Now, the price of that print manga release is $12.99 US dollar plus tax so whatever tax is in your state and that will be released on july 21st or if you're listening to this later in the week it should be released by now so don't hesitate to buy that one it is really 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 entertaining a lot of comedic parts to it you'll definitely be laughing and this particular title is published by seven seas entertainment now the next one is called mirajushi the sign of dreams and and this one will be also released um july 21st and so this next one is called mujirushi the signs of dreams and it is made by viz media so the plot of the story goes a little bit like this a tale of crushing debt a broken marriage and a painting that could fix it off if kazumi and her dad managed to steal it now, Kodama is a guy who would do anything to earn a quick buck, even if it means skipping out on his taxes to take his wife to a luxury cruise. But when a random tax audit break bankrupts his family, Kodama soon discovers his wife has taken the cruise after all, only without Kodama or their daughter Kazumi. Desperate to provide, Kodama invests in a scheme to mass-produce masks of controversial American presidential candidates, Beverly Duncan, but a lackluster election kills their sales potential, burying Kodama under a mountain of masks and debt. On the verge of despair, Kodama discovers a sign that leads him to the director and art fanatic who vows he can make all of Kodama 
Komodo and Kazumi's dreams come true. Now that's priced at $19.99 and it is again made by Viz Media. And this one particularly is sad because you, you feel for the father. He's trying to do the very best that he can to appease his wife, who is not helping out at all. She's kind of actually benefiting a lot from this. So it, it's easy to kind of hate the mom in this one. Um, now the next one we have is... Uh, Levis. Now, Levis is made by Viz Media as well, and the plot is, in an age where devices are powered by steam technology that fuses bodies to machinery, make cyborg box boxing fights immensely popular. A young man, Levis, is drawn to these fights through what can only be described as destiny. But his talents will be what determine his future, and that is priced at twelve nine. So, if you're into maybe real steel, you know, um, uh, Mechalolo, I think was very popular. Um, this might be the manga for you, and I mean that's that's an interesting story too, a steampunk version of boxing. I mean there must be some penalties or some consequences when you're throwing a, a hook or a jab and all that steam is coming out of your of, uh, out of your body so very interesting so we're gonna go to the printed novels and one of sticked out to me and this one is made these leading battlegrounds leave no trace and this is a light novel now the plot for this is for a hundred years east and west have waged a ferocious war with everything from tanks to witchcraft on this savage battlefield one soldier from the east uses a bullet he's never seen before to and kills an enemy officer with it after this nothing else Nothing will ever be the same for the boy. Rain Lance Fate soon leads him to the mysterious bullet maker of the young girl named Air. Yes, her name is Air, who warns him that anyone struck by the Damon bullet he fired will disappear from the world as if they never existed. Armed with a staggering knowledge that even shoot. Uh, Armed with a staggering knowledge that every shot he takes will change history and destiny, where, where, where will reign aim next? And that is priced at fourteen ninety nine from Yangon Press. And we can say it's a demon bullet, not demon, but that's what they say. Um, and that's very, very particular. Imagine if the Americans had demon bullets in World War II or three or uh, or if they had it in the Vietnam War, excuse me, not World War III, the Vietnam War. Um, a lot of battles would have been won by America. I mean, we would have already pretty much be, beaten everybody. And if, you know, some of these um, some of these really strong dictators got a hold of that, that would be very scary. So the last manga that we have for you today is World's End. Now, the plot of World's End is humans have been driven to extinction by beasts. The duty of fighting the beast fall to fairies who are who are destined to use their powers to wield holy swords called Chiron and eventually meet their destiny of death. 
a sole human being named William wakes up after several hundred years and continues his fight against the beast. This series follows the everyday, translit lives of the leader William and the female fairy warriors. And that is priced at $13.99 and that is made by Yin Press. So that's interesting. A lot of um a lot of manga have made these type of single male protagonist with uh, a bunch of female who can hold their own in battle um but this one is a little bit more similar to the american comic book captain america a little bit you know he's been frozen in time and now or frozen or asleep and now that he's woken up he's kind of new to this game so he's gonna have a little bit of challenges because there are new warriors that are fighting these beasts so of course he's gonna feel that maybe these girls don't know what they're getting themselves into so there's gonna probably be some uh issues with um you know him being too headstrong or maybe him thinking that these girls are weak or so yeah <laughs> i i definitely will am excited to read that and again we will put a link to the full list of manga um, releases and also have the list of digital releases as well and you guys stay tuned for more news here on amn manga news So there is a bookstore in Sydney, Australia called Kunica, uh, no, Books Kunica. And their Sydney branch has removed seven manga after a lawmaker's child pornography complaint. This is an article on um, Anime News Network that I thought, once again, we would never have to come back to. We did cover this last time, uh, but again, Australia seems to be having more issues. So last time we said that they were talking about removing these books but they didn't remove them just yet they kind of just took them off of amazon um but now the bookstore in Aust uh, in sydney has removed them because of this um because of this lawmaker's complaint so Connie Bardos is a Australian legislator who wrote that she was concerned that the bookstore was hosting child pornography material and called for the removal of these offensive books. Now, the letter doesn't specify exactly the titles that she was going after. Um, uh, Kudua's vice president, uh, Kirijo Mori, wrote back that and confirmed the following titles had been removed from uh, Kunikoa, Sydney. So that would be Iromanga Sensei, Sword Art Online, Goblin Slayer, No Game No Life, Inside Mori, Parallel Paradise, and Dragonar Academy. Now Sword Art Online is a big, 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 and a uh, big series. Not to mention, uh, and I know this is manga, but the anime is going on right now. And they're probably going to be coming out with an... Um, Sword Art Online Azaliation manga. So the fact that they're closing down Sword Art Online, that's 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 huge, huge money that they're costing this store all because of one concerned lawmaker. 
Mori also wrote that Kunika is communicating with the Australian Classification Board about the issue. In response, Bonaro's question regarding whether the titles have been removed worldwide, Mori confirmed that the terms in terms of our actions globally wherever our stores are situated we respect the local law and culture and making orders decisions respectively and accordingly and that's all they can really do i mean i know people are saying you should fight but they have to look at their bottom line they have to look at their store as well they can't just you know start up a rebellion you know against this person um they have to look at their store and abide by the rules in australia so, Bonaros belongs to the SA Best Party, the, the Centre Alliance Affiliate Party for South Australian State Elections. In February, Senator Sterling Griff from the Centre Alliance called for a review of all anime and manga currently accessible in Australia, expressing concerns about the media depicting child exploration. Bonaros was Griffer's former chief and staff. Griffer used the series Aramanga Sensei as an example of um, of media dis, uh, depicting child exploration that heavily features incest themes and stated, stated many scenes are so disturbing I just won't I can't describe them um, the Australian classifi- classification board reported to Griff's criticisms at the time saying that awa- they, it is aware of, of the concerns involving sort of online extra edition no game no life and Aramanga Sensei Volumes 1 and 2. The board rates content in the same criteria whether it's live action or animated, which is a problem. Um, You can't rate everything the same way. Now, in Australia, it is illegal to produce or possess or distribute pornography or abusive material depicting persons under the age of... Uh, in 2018, the New South Wales Supreme Court judge ruled that the pornography that the pornographic cartoon depicting characters from The Simpsons was child porn. Under Japan's current law, current current child pornography laws, fictional depictions of such as anime or manga are exempt from the law. So, here's what I will say: there are two sides to this. The first is I will address. Um, the, uh, the manga itself we have to admit as fans there are some images and some scenes and overall story arcs in some of these mangas that are a bit suggestive Dragon R Academy um, literally has a very young girl dressed in a sexual way on the cover of the manga um, No Game No Life has a sister who doesn't want her brother to date anybody other than her Sword Art Online, do we even need to go in far as that? I mean, the series has had so much stuff happen that is sexual it's not even funny from Asuna's outfit to um, all the girls who are underage. Now keep in mind that Kirito is the same age as these girls, so it's not uh, depicting um, uh, child pornography and Dragon R Academy as well and No Game No Life well No Game No Life is a bit different I think that the brother is a bit older um, Dragon R Academy um, Parallel Paradise um, I know Sword Art are all same age so I think they could have took those off the list but Aromanga Sensei we have to leave on here because it's incest and you are having an older person trying to go after a, a people who are younger um, and or, or, and of course Arimo they also said last time we spoke about this was on the list as well I guess they did not consider that to be child pornography now again I love manga 
as much as the next person, but we have to admit that there are some themes in manga that can be a bit cringy. There, I mean, Lollicon, for example, is still a very popular uh, genre. And as much as we want to say, oh, well, you know, they shouldn't be worried about that. They should be worried about real crimes. Yes, yes, I, I get your, uh, your anger. I get your frustration. I get that these people are just old and they just keep trying to ruin our manga and and i get it i i absolutely get that and i'll address that in a minute but we have to acknowledge that there are some stories that are just too much and maybe it might be the culture that japan is in but we need to recognize as adults that this is not okay now as far as the legislations go this is a waste of government money there is no reason for these people to be going after manga you should be going after the criminals who are actually performing the acts reading something and then doing something are two different things you can read about murder you can read about how gangs became empires you can read about um scarface or kingpins but it doesn't mean that you're going to become a gangster it just means you're reading about it but when it comes to video games or manga uh, or any other entertainment uh, plat- um, entertainment platform or uh, item that we consume, it seems that the not just the United States but also other countries believe that if kids play violent video games, they're going to become serial killers. If you watch Sword Online, you're going to want to bang. Uh, five-year-olds no that's not how that works these are people who have not taken the time to look at the sciences to see how these men and or women's uh, brains or how they are attracted to these young men act it's funny enough that a lot of the stories that come out of child pornography or child abuse come from teachers or come from lawmakers themselves so this could be a way of trying to cover up some other political mistakes that some of their buddies um, did and also the lady that um, made this complaint is also a friend of the guy who tried to get uh, who tried to ban these titles and while they might think that they're celebrating something this is going to hurt them in the long run if they keep banning manga what's going to happen is they're going to lose a lot of respect and no one's going to want to vote for them so yeah they can celebrate their temporary victory now but they have to keep in mind that people can always get manga in other ways they can get it through uh torrent sites they can get it through affiliate links they can get through anywhere and the thing about it is we tried to do this in the united states with prohibition which is banning alcohol there were underground alcohol breweries popping up out everywhere or all around the country and the, and the government couldn't stop them so they we are all adults we can make our own decisions we don't need you're that concerned about children reading these titles they just put a stamp or put a code on it or or say hey you have to have a a parent's permission to read these books yeah it's lame but it's better than banning them 
because what happens is oh well if this bookstore is not selling it i'm going to go to the bookstore that is oh well if you guys aren't going to sell it then i'm going to go and order it from across and from another country and what are you going to do arrest that person concern i on the one hand i can understand their concern um i can understand their I can understand that they're scared um, and that they don't want children to become criminals or pedophiles or raping children, but it's much better to give kids a healthier life than to sit there and take away all their entertainment because I lived in an era where there was a, not a lot of video games and there was no esports and there wasn't um, free access to manga. and it was boring it you it was boring it was very boring you know only the strong and only the like athletically inclined were able to kind of do whatever they wanted and if and i think that that's kind of wrong they shouldn't be taking away manga but then again that's their store and they can do whatever they want so let me know what you guys think uh, let me know what you guys think about this. Do you think that the uh, bookstore made the right move? Do you think that maybe they should stand up for themselves and maybe, you know, go against these lawmakers? And you guys stay tuned for more manga news on AMN Manga News. Stay tuned. So everyone was excited to hear about Shaman King uh, the return of the uh, manga that has been, uh, you know, very well missed. So I'm happy to report that this week in manga news, Comicstology and Kodisha uh, uh, Comics are going to publish Shaman King digitally on July 28th. And oh boy, is that something exciting. So on... I believe Tuesday of July 8th, 28th, it will be a big day for manga because Shaman King has, will make its final return. And we will finally be able to see Yo and all of the crew um, coming back in style. Um, how did they redesign these characters? Are they going to continue from the story or is it a complete reboot? Um, but for those of you who don't know what Shaman King is, here is a bit of the plot for you. In, a world, uh, in the world of Shaman King, shamans possess mysterious powers that allow them to commune with the gods, spirits, and even the dead. And Mana Oramia's about to learn all about them because his class just welcomed a new transfer student, Yo Akrasura, a boy from way off in Izumo and a Shaman King in training. Now... Shaman King debuted in Shinra's Weekly Shonen Jump magazine in 1998. That was back in the day. Oh, man. And the series abruptly ended in uh, 2004, although reprinting of the manga revealed the, a true ending in 2009. Um, Taki, the, uh, one of the creators, drew a series short uh, stories entitled Shaman King Zero in uh, Shiwida's or Shonen Jump uh, or Jump X magazine starting in October uh, no starting in November of 2011 and published a sequel series titled Shaman King Flowers in the same magazine from 2012 to uh, 2014 so 
it, it is something else to finally see this manga rise back up again and it has I, I don't know if they're going to go forward with you know, maybe you making a live action movie or maybe redo reintroducing the uh, anime again but the fact that they were able to come back and just start from the ground up start from the roots where they know um, the most loyal fans will be and that is the manga I think that is a good start for them start slow start fat uh, start slow and 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 do do it the right way and bringing back this I, I think this is a you know a good way of um, bringing back 90s anime they did it with digimon and now they're doing it with shaman king and i think that they should do it with others to kind of give the new generation um an introduction to these titles and how amazing these stories were back in the day because i remember 1998 and i remember uh um, reading and watching shaman king and it was i was a very very young man back then so i didn't quite understand ghosts and you know i just liked the fact that yo could you know um wield a samurai sword and looked badass doing it so i encourage you guys if you haven't um ever heard of shaman king or if you are if you are looking for something to read during the coronavirus please on july 28th go to uh to your local digital um distributor or comicology or uh Kashuda comics and pick up a copy of shaman king one because you will not be disappointed trust me i have been a big fan of shaman king for years and I, I will tell you this: Shaman King is definitely something you will, as a well, uh, as a well-deserved investment of your money, because you will not be disappointed with the story. And you guys will need to stay tuned for more news here on AMN Manga News. Keep your hands off, Azukian. Manga artist Sumito Orara issued a statement Twitter Sunday after readers discovered that he was following multiple pics or pixie accounts that specialize in erotic art of underage characters, Lollicon for short. The art in question was by multiple artists depicted both realistic styles of 3D CG pubescent children in graphic sexual situations as well as 2d anime style erotic art now on on sunday aurora aurora wrote i follow 3d artists who work i thought it was good for referential material without knowing about the illic illic content that is until people overseas certify that this is pedophilia that's all I have to say. It's ridiculous. I guess photorealistic, photorealistic content isn't treated the same way as 2D. I don't really get it. I don't usually talk about this sort of thing, but this is a serious topic. I know others in this situation usually say things like, how do I explain? But all I can say is, I don't get it. Anyway, I don't care. Honestly, people assume things like, if you follow this kind of erotic artist online, that the type of person you are too crab emoji that's all i have to say about this topic awario has since quit following the erotic artist on on pivx now we're gonna kind of stay away from his manga which is keep your hands off of Oken. um but we're gonna address the issue of 
I think there's a problem. And I get that it can look suspicious when you see one of your favorite artists or favorite voice actors or actors or whomever looking at underage um, characters. But these are adults. And they have every right to look at these characters. I don't understand the like I, I, I get that it's underage. Don't get me wrong. I think that that's a really big issue. But what I think I'm trying to say is a lot of people jump to conclusions. Now, again, this guy was trying to recruit people who were talented. He wasn't looking to look at little girls. He wasn't trying to uh, mess around with anybody. He was just trying to look for talent. And once again, people on Twitter jumped to conclusions because you could only put so much in 160 characters in a tweet and thought that this man was obsessing over um, little girls. And I'm like, no, that's not what it is. I can automatically tell that this guy wasn't doing that. Now, keep in mind, the same people that will judge are the same people that read that type of content or are watching very violent movies. I am not condoning any type of pedophilia whatsoever. I think that pedophilia is wrong. But don't jump to conclusions, ladies and gentlemen. If he's looking at their talent, that's a completely different story. Now, you're shaming these people who draw these things. But yet you, pe- but yet a lot of these people on Twitter want, oh, you, we should be able to post naked photos, whatever we want to, and we should be able to show our breast on Twitter, and we should be able to show any type of sexual position on Twitter. You shouldn't be covering people's bodies. Um, you know, if a guy wants to show that he has a vagina, you should be doing it. And I think that's very hypocritical. Um, I think that we need to stop jumping to conclusions this is not a good way of using our time wisely instead we should educate people about pedophilia we should get people who have a pedophilia uh, addiction or problem help we should give them uh, medication um, mental help and, and try to keep them away from children altogether I don't think banning cartoons or an author following someone who does that work is wrong. I mean, we got a lot of flack from a lot of people for doing a hentai segment, um, which is on our, will eventually will be um, in the works very soon. Um, Part two will be uh, in the works very soon. And a lot of people left. A lot of people didn't like it. They just wanted to talk about what they wanted to talk about I get that people don't like the stuff I'm not saying it's right or wrong I'm saying don't ruin people simply because you don't like something now like I said I think that we all need to calm down and Maybe take a break from Twitter. I think a lot of people need to take a break from Twitter. Because 
jumping to conclusions could possibly ruin someone's career and while you think you've done something right to make this person feel bad you may have now created somebody who can take their frustrations out on you so be very very careful chat we uh be very very careful ladies and gentlemen and people in between when you accuse someone of something uh, so what do you guys think do you guys think that he had the right to follow these twitter artists and that he was just doing something innocent um even if he was looking at something sexual do you think he still has the right to follow this to follow these people or do you think yeah he ha he doesn't need to follow them he doesn't need to ask them for anything he should be uh should be doing what we want because we're paying uh paying him uh through his manga and creations so he should do what we want because we're giving him money please l let me know what you think um, I really would like to know what you guys think. And this is a very touchy issue. This is a very, very touchy issue because a lot of people are not just getting called out nowadays for things that they said in the past, but also just they're just following the wrong person, you know, could be catastrophic. So yeah please tell me what you think and you guys stay tuned for more news on amn manga news hello everyone um this segment in particular is going to be for both um amn anime and manga news um this is a very hard article um when it happened it was kind of where we were kind of finishing up last week's uh episode for manga and we did not expect this to be happening so sudden and unfortunately for those of you who don't know or aren't informed um we don't know if this these two episodes will be coming out later or um or earlier but if you don't know japanese actor haruma um mira who is uh, a character in the live action um attack on titan um adaptation has died um this Saturday, um, it has been suspected of suicide. Um, his body was found at his home in Tokyo, and he's he was pronounced dead upon arrival at the hospital. He was 30 years old. Um, it is... It, it's really a sad thing to... Um, talk about these things because you know we want to really enjoy manga and anime but these things happen um, and I know there are a lot of detractors who might say hey why do you guys care about this guy you know you guys never cared about this guy you know when he was alive so why do you care about him when he's dead and I think that's the fact of where he is dead now you know when when we have people in our lives and we know that they're alive and we know that they're not going to go anywhere we generally don't pay attention to it but that's the problem we don't pay attention to that um we don't know what was going on in, in uh, mr muria's mind um we don't know if he was just the, the pressure of being in that um a live action actor was too much maybe he was dealing with trauma we don't know and 
you know, my condolences to his family and, and, and friends and loved ones. And I think that it's important for us to really talk to one another about what we're thinking and how we're feeling. And it's a very difficult thing when you are having all these bad thoughts in your head and when you're having all these negative feelings and you don't know how to deal with them. And it can lead someone to do crazy and even very costly things. And unfortunately, it led this uh, Mr. Moria to take his own life. There has been rumors that the anime industry does a lot of the things that the video game industry does with crunch, you know, pushing their actors and or pushing their employees to the brink of exhaustion. Um, I don't know if that was the reason. It could be suspected. But whatever the reason was, um, no one's no one should have to be pushed to a limit where they're where they think that killing themselves is the the best thing. It was very hard for us to talk about this because you know we didn't know if we wanted to talk about this we didn't know if we wanted to really broadcast this but we we, we all agreed that it should be broadcast if you know someone whether they're an anime fan a video game fan a wrestling fan whomever it may be if you know someone who is struggling and they're thinking about taking their life uh, you know, please, please help them. Please talk to them. Um, you know, it, it's important to make sure that you you're there for them and show them that um, that their life is so much more. Um, there is a suicide prevention hotline. You know, you guys have to use it. You guys have to use it if you're feeling that that urge to take your life and the number for that is 1-800-273-8255 is the national suicide prevention lifeline and again that number is 1-800-273-8255 and every life is precious every life is meaningful and I know sometimes with the coronavirus that being in the house all day can be very, very taxing on the mind. It can be very, very annoying where you want to go outside, you want to run around, you want to do things, but you can't because there's something out there. Um, talk to one another, message each other, um, Zoom with each other because, you know, that just talking to someone can really prevent them from taking their own life and just we, we have to do our part so thank you guys for listening um, for AMN anime and manga news and I'll see you guys next week